What do you wear in roofing sales? Well, that's what we're gonna talk about in this video. Answer the age old question, what should you wear? What shouldn't you wear? How do you present yourself appropriately? How do you present yourself in a way that actually feels like you? And how do you do so in a way that communicates the right message to homeowners that you're professional and they can take you seriously without feeling inauthentic? Well, I get this question a lot, so in this video, I just wanna rip the Band-Aid off and dive right into what not to wear first, and then let's go through from top to bottom, from hats to what you wear up top, to your pants, or maybe shorts, and your footwear. Now, if you agree or disagree, I'd like to hear from you in the comments, because even on stage, I was at a roofing conference, I was on a panel, somebody talked about what to wear, there was discrepancies among the folks on the panel. I invite a different viewpoints and just remember you have to match your market. I ran training in LA, I've run trainings in Portland and Seattle metro areas, which are very different than Columbus, Ohio, which is very different than Springfield and Minneapolis. So wherever you are, you just gotta kinda dress to what your environment is. Like I'll give you an example. In Colorado, I could absolutely get away wearing this when I'm selling, as long as I was put together and shirt tucked in and looking sharp. But I might look like a weirdo wearing flannel in another market, all right? So you just need to match your market. Now, we're gonna get into that in a minute, but first, I wanna talk about uh, what not to wear. And I realized I didn't welcome you yet, so let's start there. Welcome, or welcome back. Uh, Adam Benzman here, the roof strategist, and I am jazzed up to be shooting videos today and to be joining you, and thanks for spending your time with me. So everything I do here, if you're not familiar yet, is designed to help you and your team smash your income goal and give every customer an amazing experience. And if you haven't done it, I invite you to join me inside our new free training center. It's available at theroofstratters.com. Enter name, email, you'll get a login link. Uh, you can click the link in the description. And if you're on the fly, just text the word free, F-R-E-E, -E, to the phone number listed below, which is 303 222-7133. All right, let's first talk about what not to wear because part of giving homeowners an amazing experience is connecting. And remember, it's partly how you wish to be carrying yourself to how they're gonna be receiving you. And as we, uh, right before I get into like what not to wear, which there's three main things, and then we're gonna talk about what to wear. I'm someone who is, I would like self-categorize my style as like upscale workwear. You're never gonna see me overly dressed up. I like button-ups, I like jeans and slacks, and I like casual shoes. And it kind of just works for everything. I've had some people come up to me at trainings when I'm wearing a Roof Strategist branded uh, sweatshirt saying, you're not dressing up more for this? I'm like, what do I need to be in a three-piece suit? Like, it's just me. And then other people say, hey, I really appreciate that you're dressed in just a sweatshirt. It shows that you're confident, it makes you really approachable. So the reason I'm sharing that is you can't please everyone. I'll show up to one event, which this actually just happened this last week, and I had someone say, that's what you're wearing? And it was a Roof Strategist uh, crew neck sweatshirt that was co-branded with, with Owens Corning's logo. And they're like, that's it. And then the next time I'm there, he's like, man, I love that you're just here and confident in a sweatshirt and you're so approachable. So again, you can't please everybody. You're too dressed up, you're too casual. There's just no way around it. So at the end of the day, you get to decide what feeling you want to send to your homeowners based on how you dress. But we have to get rid of the no-nos because in my opinion, like people will say, well, that's just me. I respect that. I, I, I truly do respect people say, well, that's just me. And at the same time, I wish to challenge folks who say that to say, I understand that it's just you, but how do you strike that balance of being just you, but also being received openly by the folks that you, that you wish to serve? Because again, being just me, if I smelled like cigarettes and booze and garlic, 
and I didn't dress, I didn't wash myself and I smelled like BO and I had a sweaty stained hat on and a stained sweatshirt and ripped jeans in my shoes with the laces untied. If that's you, use you in your personal life, but I would try to dial like upscale you for your work life. And I just want to air this out because I see it a lot. Well, that's just me. So that being said, let's get in right now to what not to wear. First things first, what not to wear, branded apparel from any brand name of your choice that's spread across the chest. Don't wear that. If there's a logo on your clothes, it needs to be your company logo. Of course, a small little Nike or Under Armour things, it's a different story. But I don't want to see like Hollister, Abercrombie & Fitch, whatever brand that you wish to broadcast to the world, that's casual apparel, does not have a place in the workplace. And I know the workplace is our customers' homes in this respect. So get rid of the branded apparel, all right? Number two, ripped, tattered, clothes. I know that like it's, there's like the style with the jeans, with the holes in it and the ripping and all the things. I, I personally find that that is a, like a personal expression style piece. And I would recommend that you not wear ripped clothes to work. Okay. Bringing me to number three, any clothes that are stained, including sweat stains, including hats, which I'll talk about in a moment get rid of them. And I have my sweatshirt, my, my branded sweatshirt was a hoodie when I was selling in Wisconsin, for example, where the winters get cold. It gets cold before the winter. So I'm often bundled up and I had my work jackets, I had my sweatshirt and one of my sweatshirts, which I loved, I wore one day, it was disgusting out and I was like helping the crew and I was carrying some bundles and doing some cleanup and everything got gross and stained through the stuff that was all over the place. Cause this happens, right? Cause we are in construction. That sweatshirt, I didn't even realize I'd go to put it on. I'm like, wow, I, I literally look like I work in a mechanic shop, which is no fault to people who work in a mechanic shop. But that's not how we want to present ourselves. So if your clothes are stained, old, sweat stained, tattered, whatever, get rid of them. Okay. So there's purposefully tattered and then there's beaten up. And if they're beaten up, ditch them. All right. So that's what not to wear. Outside that, let's go top to bottom. Top hats, yes or no. My view Today, if you asked me, I'd say no, but you're gonna say, Adam, you're a hypocrite. And the answer is I'm not a hypocrite. I just changed my views. Go back, watch all my videos. I'm wearing a hat and everything. When I was selling, I wore a hat all the time, but I became a bit more aware when my hat had a giant sweat stain on it. Sheena was like, you gotta stop filming videos with the roof strategist hat with a sweat stain. It's gross. So I tried washing it, still was stained, put it on. A few days later, pure coincidence, I'm on a sales call, cameras aren't working, we're shooting the breeze, leadership's telling me how funny it is that their top salesperson is running around with this gross, dingy hat that they cannot wait to get off his head because it's so stained and disgusting. Meanwhile, I'm literally wearing mine, and I'm like, they can't see because the camera's not there. And at that moment, I was like, wow, people notice. And I just, it didn't really click to me, you know? Call me stupid, by the way, you can. Be like, ah, oh, you're in sales, you should have known this. I was too blind to it. I'm like, do people really care? And the truth is they do. They notice it even though I was blind to it. So hats, clean hat with a company logo, acceptable in your market. Now, let's move on to our top half. In Colorado, this is like Colorado casual, it's a flannel. By the way, when I was in Wisconsin, I did wear nice flannels tucked in. Some people are gonna say that's ridiculous. Why would you do that? It worked in my market. In Colorado, I could get away with this. I probably couldn't in a different market. So. Is that my first choice? The answer is no. My first choice is company branded apparel. You've seen me in my roof strategist shirts in all my videos. And this is the exact style of shirt that I was wearing when I was in roofing sales. When the button was here, I could keep my pen in my shirt, which is where I like it. And these are a great, great 
apparel piece when it comes to roofing sales, tuck your shirt in. That's all I ask, just tuck it in. You know, I'm wearing an overshirt right now which doesn't need to be tucked in and it was designed that way and it, it's a different style, but these untucked just look sloppy and like you didn't try. All right, now, when it came to uh, higher end communities, higher ticket sales, multifamily sales, commercial sales, churches, things like that, multiple decision makers, I more often than not dressed up in a button up with a collar shirt. All right, so there you have it on your top half. When it comes to sweatshirts, I will always go with a little bit more formal, although I know many companies do use sweatshirts. We are in the trades after all, but sweatshirts so long as they're clean and look good. All right, let's move down to your bottom half. Jeans, khakis, chinos, shorts. Jeans, khakis, chino shorts. Sounds like you're about to like bust out a new song. Um, which one do you do? My opinion, anything but shorts. The shorts, there's one exception to the rule. If it is truly a scorcher, if it's 110 degrees and you're out pounding doors in Texas in the middle of summer, I think you get a pass down there. More often than not, I will do everything I can to avoid shorts. I don't think it sends a super professional image. Call me an old fashioned old man if you wish, but showing up with like your socks showing, hairy legs, and it just doesn't, it doesn't have that professionalism that I would want on a broadcast. That's just me. I do know that plenty of people do wear shorts. Plenty of folks are gonna say it's so hot, you would change your mind if, and let me just share this with you. I used to work when I was in college with the US Forest Service in Colorado when it was summer, which gets really hot, and I was required for safety to be in long sleeves and long pants. And I was huffing through the mountains, carrying backpacks, trekking 10 to 20 miles a day, sweating and sweating and sweating. So I do know how hot it can get. I do know how annoying it is to be covered up. And at the same time, I just, my preference is always to jeans or khakis and chinos, which goes into that one. Jeans, just make sure that they look clean, presentable, no rips, no tears, no bedazzling. I know that people like bedazzled stuff these days. Uh, I would just leave that stuff for the casual time and not in work. Jeans, excuse me, khakis or chinos, that's up to you. Some folks will, you need to be in khakis or chinos. I disagree. We're in the trades. Look like it, all right? If you show up wearing a three-piece suit to sell a roof, I'm going to be wondering how you're going to climb the ladder with those wingtip shoes. That's just my opinion. Agree or disagree in the comments below. So there's your bottom half. Avoid shorts unless you have that brutal, brutal, brutal heat. But I know that there's folks that just like wearing shorts uh, and, and that's okay. All right, footwear. Let's get down to the bottom half here. Footwear, what do you wear? Truth, truth be told, pretty much any shoe with a decent sole, whether it's a trail runner, whether it's a sneaker, whether it's a tennis shoe or a, a running shoe are all gonna have enough bite on a shingle. Once you get to seven to eight, 12 or steeper, Always, my, my recommendation is to have a roof-specific shoe such as Cougar Paws. And the reason is safety and confidence and, lo and look in the park, but forget that. That's secondary to your safety and confidence. If you're into the boot look and you want, uh, I'm a big leather boot fan and mock toe boots, specifically with a wedge sole, are gonna have good bite and they'll have a, usually a, a steel uh, shank to help climbing ladders so you have a good firm press and they don't collapse while you're climbing that ladder. I know you've probably had that happen if you ever climbed ladders in flimsy shoes, your feet kind of fold over it. So it's nice having like a mock toe, like a, a, if you want to get nicer boots, like a Red Wings uh, classic mock toe or Thoroughgoods mock toe, you know, Danner makes the Bull Run, I think, or the 
with, with their Christie wedge sole. So any of those wedge sole boots look really sharp. You can dress them up to be that elevated workwear and they do well on roofs. And again, if you have any other contributions, drop a comment below. So there you have it from top to bottom. We've got our company branded apparel or a button up shirt. We have it tucked in with a belt on, jeans, khakis, or chinos is just fine. Avoid shorts. And on your footwear, you can go sneakers or a work boot. And again, a mock toe boot, and then keep your cougar paws for the steep stuff. Hat, try to ditch it. If you need it because the sun, just keep it branded, keep it clean. And whatever you do, do not wear your shirt you brought back from Cancun, any other company branded apparel, anything stained, stinky, or fatigued. Get rid of it. And the last thing I want to close with is how you show up and what you look like is your choice of how you wish to, to broadcast yourself. Whether you want to be more upscaled and dressed up, approachable and casual, whatever you do, so long as you're clean and put together, I don't think you can go wrong. And remember, not everyone's going to agree with what you do, but you get to choose. So for my attire, I am upscaled workwear. That is my comfort zone that feels like it matches who I am and broadcasts the right message of approachability, being grounded and down to earth, and not trying this whole status play of look at my fancy three-piece suit and my nice wingtip shoes and whatever it is. Again, that's just my personal opinion. So I'd love to hear from you. What do you think is the, the, the items that you should wear and most importantly, what should you absolutely not wear? Drop a comment and share it with us. That's what we love about this community. So thanks for joining me on this video. If you liked it and you want more, jump into our free training center. And if you want to just continue with me right here, hop into this video. I think you're really going to like it. And we'll see you in the next one. Hey, don't go anywhere just quite yet. This episode has come to a close, but I do have just a couple things for you. First, I want to thank you for listening to the Roof Strategist podcast. And I'd love to ask you a favor. Can you help me out here? Give a review to the podcast wherever it is that you stream. This helps the podcast grow, get in more people's ears and help people smash their income goal and give every customer an amazing experience. So good, bad, otherwise I do keep an eye on these and I wanna help and I do look for video and podcast suggestions. Second, you might be interested in a product or a program to help you grow your business, grow your sales, and achieve, or better yet, smash your income goals, and I'd be honored to help. Many folks don't know where to start, and I wanna simplify it for you. The best place for you to get started is with my all-in-one sales training, sales strategy, and sales system that I call the Roofing Sales Success Formula. And I will take you through everything you need to know from knock to close in a lightning fast nine and a half hours, whether that's for you, the individual sales rep, or as the standard training for teams. And there's a reason that it's being used by thousands of reps in the field as we speak, including some of the top 100 roofing companies in America. Now, if you are looking for some more ongoing help and support and really looking to fine tune your infinite game in sales and business, I invite you to join me and my fellow mentors, John Cenac, Deshaun Bryant, Matt Mulholland, and Jim Moline inside the Pitch Pro movement. Listen, there's links in the podcast description that will walk you through everything and direct you to those websites. But if you do want to chat with my team or with me, you can call or text 303-222-7150. That's 303 303- 222-7133. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.